I don't think the doctor wants you going up and down the stairs yet, warned the small blonde in the skin-tight black capri slacks, white-ribbed tank top, and open-toed stack heels. October was around the corner, but Sandy Sullivan rarely wore more than the bare essentials. Have to try. Officer Dellen Mitchell grunted, grimacing with the effort. She swung her injured left leg free of the crutch as she maneuvered up the first stair in the hospital stairwell. You live on the third floor, remember? We can stay at your place, Dell. You have an elevator and a doorman, remember? Hands on hips, Sandy stepped back to allow the young, dark-haired police officer to set her crutches onto the next stair, but stayed close enough to catch her should Mitchell lose her balance and topple over. Considering that Mitchell was a head taller and 20 pounds of muscle heavier, Sandy might have trouble breaking her fall, but she was not about to let anything else happen to her new lover. I don't want to lie around in my apartment. Sweating, Mitchell paused long enough to brush her forearm across her forehead. The shock of jet black hair promptly tumbled back into her eyes. Her bad leg felt like it weighed 50 pounds and she couldn't believe how much her arms were shaking. She didn't want Sandy to see that, or she had a feeling she would be forcibly dragged back to bed. Even if Sandy was half her size, when she was fired up, she was unstoppable. I want to be able to get back to work. Mitchell also didn't want to point out that it would be better for both of them if they remained visible on the streets in Sandy's neighborhood, a part of town known for its small-time hustlers corner drug dealers and prostitutes. Mitchell had just begun an undercover assignment, and Sandy was supposed to be her girlfriend. The fact that the cover story had suddenly become the truth complicated issues, but they still needed to maintain appearances. What's the matter? Are you afraid you'll get a bad reputation if you have a hooker in your swanky apartment? Sandy's tone was less accusatory than anxious as she watched Mitchell still in her hospital gown. The young cop was as pasty white as she had been the night before, her dark blue eyes clouded with pain that she thought Sandy couldn't see. Getting soft, rookie? I didn't think you cared what your doorman thinks. I don't, Mitchell said through gritted teeth, especially about you. But I care about people tying me or you to the action the other night. Thirty-six hours before, Mitchell had been stabbed while apprehending several key suspects in an internet pornography ring. Those arrests had climaxed weeks of work by an unusual team of Philadelphia police officers and civilian consultants, led by Mitchell's mentor and role model, Detective Sergeant Rebecca Fry. Mitchell wanted back on that team more than she'd ever wanted anything in her life, except the young woman who peered at her anxiously with a frown on her pale, worried face. And the fastest way to get back on the team was to get back on her feet. If I didn't blow my cover already, I don't want to now. Screw your cover, you're shaking, Dell. I'm okay. No, you're not. Sandy moved closer and wrapped her arm around Mitchell's waist. You're just as stubborn and blockheaded as a certain other cop I've met. But you don't have to be like Fry all the time. It's not about Fry. 
Mitchell allowed herself to lean against Sandy while she caught her breath and swiped futilely at the sweat now beaded on her entire face. I'm just not used to these crutches. Yeah, and it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that you just got operated on yesterday morning and lost a couple of buckets of blood before that, either. Sandy snorted in disgust. Jesus, cops are such a pain in the ass.